I have to believe that word. I have to take that word. I have to meditate on that. I have to hear those words again and again and again and again. And to those words prevail over my thoughts and prevail over my speech and prevail over everything that I do until that word is made manifest in my present environment, in my world. You hear what I just said there? So important. Amen. So it's important that every Christian follows his or her man of God. Amen. And it's important that as leaders, we follow our man of God. A man of God is somebody that has been separated by God to do something for him on this earth. So the man of God is separated. Amen. And he sent us overseers over the children of God, over the souls of God, to establish something in the lives of this Christians of this of these children, you see. So every Christian should have a man of God he or she serves under. Every Christian, every Christian must have a man of God. A Christian cannot have two men of God from two different churches. It is an error. Just like a child cannot have two fathers from two different families. Is that possible? So every Christian must belong to what we call a local assembly. Every Christian must belong to a local assembly. And in that local assembly, there is always an overseer. That overseer can be a pastor, can be a prophet, can be a teacher, can be an evangelist, can be a deacon, can be an elder, and all that. An elder is a bishop. In certain churches, when we say somebody is an elder, it means a bishop. You see. And it's so important. Every Christian, these are the basis that we are missing on in the body of Christ. That people belong to different churches. People belong to different pastors. And people respond to different pastors. There are those who have, who have pastors and they say, oh, another pastor is my spiritual father. You know, another pastor somewhere in America is my spiritual father. Or he is my pastor. Yet it's in a local assembly. Because sometimes we, are, we don't train Christians well. Amen. So every Christian must have a pastor. And uh, there is a work of the pastor. Do you understand? It's a work of the pastor. Every Christian must have a prophet. He must have somebody that Paul calls an overseer. An overseer of what? An overseer of your life. Your pastor is your coach. Write it down. Your pastor is your life coach. Your pastor is your overseer. Your pastor is your shepherd. Your pastor is your shepherd. Your prophet, your teacher, your evangelist, the fivefold ministry, anyone, any, anyone you are under, is your shepherd. It's your coach. It's your life coach. He's coaching you is coaching you to live the Christian life, to do the work of the ministry. He's coaching you to learn how to live the Christian life. He's coaching you. The football field, when you say somebody is coaching you, he's the one training you. He's training you to do, to play football. Is that not true? The same way in Christianity, when you say somebody is your coach, you see, he's training you. To live the Christian life. He's training you 
to learn the word of God. Write it down. It's training you to live the Christian life. It's training you to learn the word of God. It's, learning, it's training you to do the work of God. It's training you to do what? To do the work of God. And it's training you to be perfected. To be presented perfect. Put it that way. It's training you. It's raising you to be presented perfect. To be presented perfect. Before Christ Jesus. To be presented perfect. Before Christ Jesus. To be presented perfect. Before Christ Jesus. You know. And it's so important. And as leaders, every leader should be driven to do the work of God. Every leader should be driven to do the work of God. Every leader should be driven to do the work of God. Every leader should be driven to do the work of God. Is that true? Every leader in the church should be driven to do the work of God. So if a leader is not driven to do the work of God, he's not a true leader in the church. He's not a genuine leader. Amen. Every genuine leader is a God lover. Write it down. Every genuine leader in the house of God is a God lover. Every genuine leader in the house of God is a God lover. Are you looking inside the camera? You've gone on break again. Every genuine leader in the house of God is what? A God lover. And demonstrates that love. Demonstrates that love in many ways. Demonstrates that love in many ways. You should love to do the work of God if you are a leader in the church. You should love. When you are given an assignment, you should be excited. When you are not given an assignment, you should, you should feel, you should, in fact, uh, Pastor B says you should, you should call yourself to do the, an assignment. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you are not given an assignment to do, you should make yourself do something. Don't say, I'm not given an assignment, so I'm just relaxing in my house. You can't love God and relax in your house. You can't. If you love God, you will do something. You will live for Him. You will do something for Him. You will be active for the Lord. If you love God, write it down. If you love God as a leader, you will be active for Him. You will be active for Him. Is that not powerful? You love God. You will be active for him. Balatos Etelia. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12. But before we go to Ephesians, let's go to Matthew. Suta Adivadi Adagash. Zete Ediva Hashatalaba. 
Malite zifa ateli akash. Malekushukira bahasta. Mangarato soto kopolo bongo shastalaba. No, so it's important. Being a leader is a privilege in the house of God. It's a great privilege. Sometimes people people despise it. They would rather prefer to be a leader outside the church than being a leader in the church. So if you have made a leader in the church, you do something, you talk about it, you get angry. I won't even come to the church again. It's because you don't know what you're about. You can't do that in your workplace. Can you do that there? So it's important. It's important. These things are important. Don't know too. Take us to Mark chapter 13, verse 34. Let me see whether what I'm looking for is here. Man, Teddy, the Adosh, the late Polobongo Shustelege, the Adaha, the Bolobongo Shenteskede. Are you in church? And this is very important. Very important. So I'm living for the Lord. I'm a leader with a difference. I'm following my man of God. So they can say I'm following my man of God. Yes. It's so important. Man telegi odosh. Enora Eneni Ochina. You take us to Ephesians chapter four quickly. Otisenia Utiara Na Satra Danina Yakoto so. chapter what? Verse what? Twelve. Are you there? 
Who is hearing something? Let's start somewhere from verse what? Verse 9. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? You know, is this not powerful? Verse 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. So he gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, he gave some pastors, he gave some what? Teachers. Okay, he says what? There's a purpose why he gave it. He says for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry and for the building up of the body of Christ. This is what I've been saying every time. The ministry has become Maybe it's part of the restoration that Pastor Chris talked about that we have to do that restoration as WCN Church. What do you guys think? Pastor Prince must do a restoration. For those of you who are not in that leaders, you were locked outside the auditorium. You don't know what you're talking about. Is that not true? So, it says for the perfecting of the sins. This is where I believe that most ministers of the gospel have put aside, you know, They've put aside. We are not measuring whether we are equipping the saints. We are not measuring whether the saints are doing the work of the ministry. We are not measuring to see whether people are being edified. No, we are only uh, interested in some one or two things. You know, but this is the purpose. Jesus gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers. It says, for the equipping of the saints. For the equipping of the saints. For the furnishing of the saints. For the perfecting of the saints. It means that we are, they are brought to bring the saints unto perfection. To raise the saints. To train the saints. You know, to teach the saints. So that they will be perfected. So that they will be equipped. So in every church, we have to look at how equipped people are. That is why we emphasize here, we emphasize on the word of God. We emphasize on the word of God because without it, you cannot be equipped. Without the word of God, a Christian cannot be equipped. We can do all kinds of things and celebrate all kinds of things. But without the word of God having its role in our lives, the saints cannot be equipped. So apostles equip the saints. Amen. Pastors equip the saints. Teachers equip the saints. To see that the saints are furnished. They are trained. They are developed. Spiritually developed. When you see your child growing, you see the saint growing in the things of God. Where they didn't used to love the things of God and begin to love the things of God. When they become active in service. See, service, I said it the last time. That service is part of growth. We know that you are growing because you serve. We know that you are growing because you can take rebuke. We know that you are growing because you can be corrected. Guide these things that's very important. 
can't be growing and we are in church with a leader and you are on social media. You say, I'm growing. You are growing from where? I just post movies on social media. Which one are you growing from? What do you guys think? So you can't be growing and not be able to take rebuke. When you see a Christian who can't take rebuke, can't take correction, who say this said we are like this, they said they are like that, they said they are like that. It's a spirit of pride. The spirit of pride. The spirit of pride. Did you hear what I said? A Christian, a Christian who cannot be corrected, or a leader cannot be corrected, cannot be rebuked. You rebuke the person, you correct the person, and the things that the person will spill out, you'll be shocked. See, such people can't stay under, under leadership. If you stay under leadership established by God, you will be rebuked. You will be corrected. You will be instructed as to how you should do things. We will give you time for things. It's instruction. You will say we are singing this song. It's instruction. You will say we are wearing this suit. It's instruction. When a leader can't take those things, you know, that person can grow. He can't do anything. So when I say it every time, running away from a church to another church because you think that church, they will rebuke you and all that, it shows how naive you are. It's a leader. You are naive. Because every genuine leader will correct you when you are wrong. Why? Because if, if every, every parent who loves their child disciplines the child. I have somebody like that who will never discipline their child. I told you, you must discipline your child. Every genuine parent who loves the child will discipline the child, will correct the child, will instruct the child. And see to it that the child becomes what the parent feels that the child must become. There are things the child will say, and the parent will rebuke and say, don't say that. I remember growing up. You can't insult in my home. I only grew up to insult small. <laughs> the point in time, nobody was controlling me, so I have my own control. control. My own life. And mom, you can't insult in my home, my house. My mother was so disciplined that you can't insult. She, she can't hear you saying that this person is a fool, that person is stupid, that person is this. Once you say that, there will be lashes. She was a headmistress, so you can imagine. The lashes were in my house. It's not like today where nobody beats anybody. And we say in school, we don't beat. She will beat you. She will beat you. I grew up, all my sisters, I call them sisters. It's now that I sometimes, because you have grown and all that, you can just say, all my sister, I call them, call them sister, brother. You can't mention the person's name before my, my, my mother. You can't see you older, one person, one, one year older than me, and I'm mentioning your name, Obed. It's not possible. You will be, you, you will be beaten. You have to say, brother Obed, sister this, brother this, sister that. You grew up like that. You grew up like that. So in the home, your parents shape you in the home. It's the same in church. We shape you according to the word of God that we know. We shape you. So if you can't allow us to shape you because you think you are old in age. You know, in church, there's nothing like old in age. You can be older than me. But as long as you, you enter here, is everything okay? You can be older than me in age. In Job, he says that old men are not always wise. That's what the scripture says. Old men are not always wise. Neither does the aged understand wisdom. But there is a spirit in man. 
When God calls a man of God over others, there is a spirit working in that person. Apart from the Holy Spirit, there is a place of grace. Since there is a spirit in man, and the, and what? Give it him the inspiration of the Almighty, give it him understanding. This is old men are not always wise. It's traditionally that we say old men are wise, but scripturally, old men are not always wise. Neither does the aged understanded wisdom. So you can be older, but it doesn't mean that I cannot correct you. What do you guys think? So it's important that we, we, are, we give ourselves to equipping. The fact that we are, we say that the man of God equips, it doesn't mean that you'll be equipped. I can hand you, hand over to you the word of God and you may not take it. I may correct it and you may not, you may, I may correct it and you may not take it. Now when that happens, you'll be in the church alright, you'll do all the things you want to do in the church alright, but you'll never grow. You'll be like a plant that has not drained from the soil. You'll never grow. At the end of it all, the only, the only fruit you produce are fruits, you, it's either you'll be fruitless or you produce thistles and thorns. That's why we read the last time in Hebrews chapter 6. Thistles and thorns. So you see some people are thorny in the church. Do you understand when you see you are thorny? It means that everything you say, the person has an issue. You say this, I have an issue. I say this, I have an issue. Or I have an issue with Papa's talk. I have an issue with Papa. Oh, Papa's message today, he was talking, referring to me. You see, those are, they, people, are, people are in church like that. Is that not true? Everything you say, you are referring to them. When you are preaching, you are referring to them. If you mention the case that has to do with them, you are referring to them. Even if you are referring to you are referring to you for you to do what? To change. To change. So you should know that this one, Papa is talking to me. He wants me to change. I can come and preach to you in the church so that you change. And you thank me for that. Is that not true? You can come and pray. I can see that you are idle, doing nothing in the house. You don't work. You are just there. You are just around sleeping and waking, sleeping and working. I can come and preach to you. So you get job to do. And when you say I'm preaching you, you don't say, Papa is rebuking me. Papa, is, I don't know what they said. Now today they said, hey, I have a responsibility to do that. Since the one who is idle should no longer be idle. And should no longer be a busybody. That's what Paul said. Is that not what Paul said? So don't be a busybody Christian who is moving from place to place, having nothing to do, having nothing to say. You are just there. When you just there, it's 10 o'clock, you move here. It's 12 o'clock, you move here. 1 o'clock, you move here. You have nothing to do. The Bible calls you a busy body. The Bible is full of a lot of things. We share certain things at certain times because of we are still building up, you know. But you don't have to be an idler doing nothing. No. In your life. So if you are come and I preach you, I preach the word of God, you don't say they are preaching me. I'm preaching the word of God to you. So if you are idle, you go and say, I'm no longer idle. I'm coming to do something. Is that not true? But people are like that. When you say, oh, Papa is like this, there are some who are disobedient. The church, disobedient. Disobedience means that we tell you this. You decide you won't do it. We say we are coming like this. You say, okay, yes, sir, you won't do it. The next time, you won't do it. The next time again, you won't do it. You are a disobedient person. A disobedient person. So, in church, these are some of the things we meet. And the man of God decides to train you, to pray for you, and to help you to move out of where you are disobedient to where you are now obedient and active in the things of God. So it says that he gave up for the equipping of the saints. When the saints are equipped, they do the work of the ministry. So I said that we know that you are growing spiritually because your desire to do God's work increases. 
When we say doing God's work, it means you are winning souls. It means you are serving. It means that you are in a department and you are making sure that you are contributing in that department. Are you following what I'm saying? You are, we must be able to know your contribution in the church. We should be able, if you are contributing nothing, when you leave, nobody misses you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You should, you should be able to know your contribution. What do you contribute? It's a sign of growth. It's a sign of growth spiritually. So when you grow spiritually, when you are growing, the desire to do the work of God is there. It comes. If you don't have any desire to do the work of God, you are not growing. It means that you are not equipping yourself. You are not le- listening to any message that we are preaching here. You are not serving. You are not giving. Giving is part of doing the work of God. Giving. You are not giving. You have not given yourself yourself and you have not even given your things to. So you are, you are, you are, you are not doing the work of God. But every leader must be driven towards the work of God. Doing the work of God. Every genuine leader in the church, in the house of God, is part of the behavior in the house of God. We see you doing the work of God. We don't have to call on you. We don't have to remind you of what you ought to do, of your own contribution. Are you hearing something? Yes, sir. So important. It says doing the work of God and for edifying of the body of Christ. That is what to build up the body of Christ. We are building you up. To edify. We are building you up. We are building you up. We are building you up. So that you, 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 when you stop, we know that you are a WCN member. Are you following what I'm saying? When you talk, we know you are a WCN member. When you even cough, we know this is WCN cough. When you greet, we know this WCN greet, greetings. Do you understand? You are built and you are being edified. There are things you do then we know that you are edified. There are things you tell us, the testimonies coming out of your, your, your actions. Do you understand? Then we know you are being edified. And it's good you speed up the edification. Edification, you speed it up. You do what? Don't wait after five years when you have not seen anything and you are now becoming serious. No, no, no. Speed it up. I said what? So, a man of God's role in your life cannot be underestimated. He said, I will give you shepherds after. I don't want to go into all of that because I'm not really centralized on the man of God. I'm coming to following. I'll give you shepherds after my own heart. So when you find yourself in a local assembly, you have come to a place where God has given you shepherd after his own heart. You cannot gossip about the shepherd that God has given to you after his own heart. Do you see what I'm talking about? You can't slander that person. To slander, that word I raised the last time in titles, is, is, the Greek is diabolos. To slander. Diabolos means devils. While the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. So when you, when you are found in a place of accusing, accusing, you are finding your place, you are, you are putting yourself in the place of devils. Devils accuse. Do you understand? So when you see yourself accusing authority, accusing leadership, slandering leadership, why do they say we should do this? Why do we say we should meet here? Why have they even said we should meet on Wednesday? Why do they say on, it was on Saturday? Why is it that they say it was on this? You are slandering. 
The Bible says, do not be, we should not be memories, mem- what? Memories, or we should not remember as others did, and fall in one day. Is that what he said? Yeah. And that's memory. What are you, why are you saying it? Say it out like this. What is it that you are hiding that you are saying it to? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Slandering. Remembering about things. We are all coming to. We say we are all cleaning the washrooms when we finish. You start remembering. Now that is where we have come to now. You can't, you can't, there are some people who can't stay in this church. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hmm. You start remembering. We say we are all meeting. Is this, 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 this. You start remembering. It says we should not be members as others did. Is that not what he said? And fell in one day. They did what? They fell in one day. He said it. He says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. It's fearful. No man can rescue you. So you, in the house of God is not a place where you do what you like. It's a place where you, you do what you are told to do. House of God. Did you hear what I said? So don't be a slanderer. Don't be a reported speech giver. Do you know a reported speech giver? Papa has locked us outside. Everybody is here. Everybody has gone home. You take your phone. You are going to give reported speech. You call the brethren. Papa locked us outside today. You meet somebody who was not here. You go and tell the person. Papa locked. Do you know Papa locked us outside? When we see those signs, we can say you are gossip. Is that not strange? Do you understand what I'm saying? Papa was very wild this Sunday. He was talking about some of these things. Then you go instead of telling the person that Papa was wild, he told us this, 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 and I think that we should take it. You go and say it over it, but the way Papa was wild, I don't even know what had come upon him that day. You understand? You, that's a reported speech I'm talking about. You won't say it for people to learn from it. You know, to learn from what happened so that they wouldn't do it. You wouldn't say it in the positive way. You say it in the negative way. To, in the way, tarnish the image of either the papa or the, whoever did that, the leader or the pastor. You are a reported speech giver. That's what I'm talking about. As leaders, if you're a leader, don't be, don't be giving reported speeches. Be interested in building the other partner. Say the things that will edify the other partner. If Papa came to church and was angry and was rebuking certain leaders and all that and you want to tell somebody, you tell the person what really happened and why we should all be very serious with your things because no one, no man of God will enter church and start to talk. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's because we all have to come into some kind of unity, some oneness in the church. If everybody wants to do what they want in church, church can never grow. And you see, when church doesn't grow, Blessings, we can't inherit the blessings we ought to inherit. So we realize that people are never getting blessed in the church. Then people will be getting blessed outside the church. Then you'll be wondering why would that somebody just came in contact with Papa and the, along the streets and is testifying. But we are with the Papa himself. It's because of the attitude we have towards him or towards the pastor. You do hear what I said? So cultivate the right attitude. It says, mark them that cause divisions. Mark them. What do they do? They cause divisions. See, there are people in church who cause divisions. 
when they see that we are all LOF, we are all doing something for mommy, they want to cause some division. They want to let it look like, oh, mommy, or we say, oh, it's, it's birthday, we are all doing something for papa. Or it is Christmas. We are all, suddenly you see some people begin to react. As part of a good leader, it is good to give to your man of God. It's a blessing. It's not even good. It's a blessing to give to your man of God, to give to your man of God, to appreciate their works in your life. There's nothing wrong with it. When people begin to have problems with whatever, somebody is giving to the man of God, or somebody is giving to the woman of God, and all of that, the person has problems. That person has a demonic problem. I can tell you why. Because that guy who betrayed Jesus, Judas, had the same issue. Judas is a perfect example. Did you hear what I said? When Jesus called Peter, Simon, Jesus said, I'm going to die. Oh, very soon I'll be dying, or I'll be on the cross and I'll be dying. And Simon started rebuking Jesus. You won't die. Who do you think you have to be telling us that you die? And Jesus says that the voice talking was a demonic voice. Simon was with Jesus. It's very easy for a demon to just penetrate as you are sitting down like this. And, and whisper something. It's very easy. You are not sensitive. And whisper something negative. Sometimes in the church as we are preaching, some demons can go and whisper something into somebody's ear. Yes, when he's going home, that thing they whisper this in his ear. So when he gets home, then he takes the phone to whisper it to a friend. The demon has whispered, and you are continuing the demon's gospel to the other person. It's wrong. It's wrong. He said, you won't go anywhere. Then Jesus descend, the descending of spirits. And notice that this is a demon that is talking. This is not my demon. And rebuked the demon. When he rebuked the demon, Simon, as humble as Simon was, Simon never said, is it me you are rebuking demon? Have I not been working with you all these uh, three months? Now you say I'm a demon? Is that what Simon did? No. That's how you know those who are humble and those who are proud. The guy was humble. So even though he was rebuked that he had a demon at that time, he realized that the master who is talking knows what he has seen. The one who is talking knows what he has seen. Remember what I said? The one who is sitting on the tree and the one who is walking, who sees far? The one who is on the tree. But Judas was not like that. Judas, when he saw, people who see money that comes to men of God and they are talking and they are, because of this, they say, we don't give a day. They are, those, are, those, those are Iscariots. They are Iscariots. We add Iscariots to their name. Maybe Rose Iscariot. Or something Iscariot. Did you hear what I'm talking about? Think that he has gotten some carrot and he doesn't want to hold, stop it. It's carrot. Do you understand what I'm saying? People who walk with me, and all these things are examples to us. Walk with you are in church. It says mark them that cause divisions. It's important you take notice of what somebody is telling you within the church. Apart from the man of God, what is he talking about? What is talking about? How will that help you or build you up? Or is this saying something that will, I don't know, it's a rebel against the authority? Ah, why should we come at 8 o'clock? We can't come at 8 o'clock. You should know that that is about slandering. That is it. Why is this saying we should not come at 8 o'clock? If I was going to work, wouldn't I have gone? That's what I'm saying. It's end of year. Steph. If they say you have to work out to 10 o'clock because it's end of year, we have to do one or two runouts. Will you say, why are they saying we should work to 10 o'clock? And fight it. Even if you have something, you keep quiet and do your work and come home. It's the same. So once you begin to, you begin to do, why are they saying 8 o'clock? 
or somebody around you. What are they seeing? You notice that person. You are leaders. You notice that person. Just mark them that cause divisions. 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 Is that not powerful? We gave an award here. We gave an award here. And it pains somebody that we've given an award. And the person did not get top partner or whatever. And the person went to speak to somebody else. Somebody else. And the person the person he spoke to came to my house. You know, sometimes you may think you are you are smart. But sometimes people are smarter than you. But you may not know. You know. When she spoke to the, the gentleman, the gentleman caught from could infer from what she said that she was speaking out of jealousy. And the gentleman came to my house and told me that this, 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 this. And when the guy was talking, I could, I could sense from his speech that he is trying to say that this lady, jealous of the fact that they got an award. But she didn't know. She thought she was just talking, talking. You know, there are things you do, you think you are so smart and all that, but as you are talking and talking, you are talking, you are, you are talking, you are, you are exposing yourself. If I call the person and say, now we give an, so if all leaders, pastors meet, and we say this person is the top partner, you think we are doing abracadabra? Do you understand? And we say that, brother Alash, the person will get offended that I called the person and I said that. That is wrong. Strong. But when you are not trained well, these are people who say they claim to come from Christian backgrounds and all kinds of stupid things. You know, if you come from a Christian background, there is a way you see pastors, a genuine Christian background. I come from a very serious Christian background. They say, where I see pastors? Pastors who are doing the work of God, they say, where I see them? They say, where I see them? Now, that raised a lot of pastors in the Church of Pentecost. They say, wait, it's not about who is your pastor, who is whatever, whatever. Charlie, let's continue. Can we continue? Yes, Don't move my spirit to something else. Yes, <laughs> the people, no matter what you say, they remain the same. It's wrong. First Corinthians chapter 11. We give an award and you don't get some. What should you should be? We give it to provoke you onto good works. We are not saying you've done nothing. But we are saying some people have done better than you. They can say, didn't I see your award? Having to dance better than others. Does it mean that those people that, who didn't receive the award in the workplace, they will say, oh, this one is Azan. They gave it to her for free. I should be the one. Is that what they will be saying? No. So why do you carry, why do you, in the workplace, you say, oh, oh, but when you come to church, you want to, you want to make it look like, as for the church, you have the right to say anything. What kind of thing is this? And you say, I'm from a pastor's background and all kinds of, it's because you've not met the real Papa P. Have you met the real Papa P before? First Corinthians 11, 1. Some of you have not met the real Papa P. One of these days you meet the real Papa P. But the Holy Ghost you say, no, 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 don't talk, don't mind them. Eleven one. <laughs> Give me the king, the NIV. So important, division. Don't be somebody who causes division. Don't be somebody who speaks against authority. Don't be somebody who, if you are in a church and you think you can just live quietly. Live, see, the growth of a church eh, is not in the hands of any man. I'm telling you this. The growth of church is not in the hands of us. As how God grows his church. Eh? See, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who plants a seed into the soil and does not know how. 
If you meet any man of God who is great, you ask him, how did you become? He will tell you, I don't even know what happened. I was just following. Then in 1990 days, God said this and then that. Any, any proper man of God will tell you that. Because church growth, eh, it is not somebody who does it. So that you now say, I am the one who, did, who grew the church. Paul said, I have, even Paul, as powerful as Paul said, said I have planted. Apollos have watered. But God gave the increase. Why? Because there were times that Paul went some, to some places and he was driven away. But the, the, work, the word of God or the work of God still went on. But he was chased. So you cannot say I'm the one who gave the increase. No, 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 no. The work of God increase is from God. Multiplication is from the Holy Spirit. And he asked when and how. So this is the time. This is the time. Go here. Go here. Like now, as I'm standing here, I'm going to nations. And I'm going to nations. When I say I'm going somewhere, I'm going. What do you guys think? Do you understand? So, it's not about church. It's about God's work. Do you understand? I'm doing God's work. And I'm in the vision. And when you are following a man of God, understand the vision and be part of his vision. Write it down. Understand the vision of the man of God and be part of his vision. You are following a man of God. Understand his vision. You are a leader. You are following a man of God. Or you are following me. Understand my vision. I'm not a prayer leader, even though I pray a lot. Just what I'm saying. Can lead a congregation in prayers. But I am a teacher. I am a prophet. I am a healer. I am a worker of miracles. Those are four things that I work with. Whether they are fully manifested or not, that is what Jesus gives to me. I have to work all of them out. Did you hear what I said? So you should understand the vision of the man of God. What is he after? As a, especially as a leader. I'm talking to leaders. I'm not talking to leaders here. So understand the vision of the man of God you are following. And be part of the... Even if you don't fully understand it, make, your, make, make up your mind that you are part of this vision. Because once it's God's vision, you should be part of it. Is that not true? It says, follow my example. This is Paul speaking. As I follow the example of Christ. So a Christian or a leader should follow the example of his man of God. Is that what he said? Follow my example. Or let me be your example. If you want to see an example, you should see it in your man of God. You should see it in your pastors. Those are examples as a leader. Then the church members to see you as an example. Because you are an example of the man of God. It's a family tree. Is that family tree? Yes, so the pastors are displaying, they are demonstrating the example, you see, of the man of God. We can see the man of God in these pastors. Then we can see the man of God in the leaders. Where the leaders are following the pastors. The pastors are following the pastor. That's a family tree. Then the members are following what? The leaders. If you are a divisionist, you cause division. You raise your people around you do the same. So the church now become leaders who are division. This one divided everywhere. Every time the man will go have to sit down with people and now handle issues. What happened? This one slapped me. What happened? That one did this. What happened? This one said this. I didn't like. You understand? I was in a group like that. And I don't want to be in that group at all. 
We are always, we're always settling issues in that group. We're always, just a team, we're always settling issues. When we have get, we are ready to pray, suddenly, one will remember what somebody said, then we'll sit down, then we settle issue. By the time we finish settling issues, it's 10 o'clock, all the prayer fire has left, and we all go and sleep. You know, so, I don't want to be in such groups. If you're a leader, follow the pastors. There are leaders, there are people in church who don't even respect the pastors. Pastor Bed is nobody to them. Pastor Fire is nobody to them. Oh, I'm a mekwade kwabobo. Everybody is nobody to you. It's like I'm my own pastor. There is no such thing in the body of Christ. Is that true? So, it is follow Paul could say, it is follow my example. What example? Follow my lifestyle. Follow my life. Follow my faith. Look at my dedication to God and follow it. Look at my obedience to God and follow it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at my prayer life and follow it. As I follow Christ. I follow Christ in his prayer life. So when I'm praying in the night and I remember, a great while before dawn, Jesus prayed. I follow Christ. In fact, I want to see the kind of miracles that Jesus did. In fact, I want to see it. When I say you understand, what do you guys think? Yes, sir. Like turning water to wine. Uh, so I follow Christ. Christ said that we should do what? Teach. Jesus taught. Jesus preached. Jesus did, well, he did a lot of things. I'm also doing the, what I can do now with the grace I have. So you also follow me. Yeah, people say don't follow a man of God. All the men of God are fake. Follow only Christ. Believe in only Jesus. He is infallible. And all kinds of t- stories that they say. The Bible is here. Did I write it? No, Paul said, follow my example. Are you following my example? Yes, sir. As I follow the example of Christ. As I follow the example of Christ. Jesus Christ taught. Jesus Christ had what? Meetings. He prophesied. Did he prophesy? He laid hands. There were times he did not lay hands. He spoke words. There were times he also blessed bread. And I talked about pronouncement of blessings. I know too. I'm following his example to pronounce blessings on bread. So that the bread will multiply. What do you guys think? So you also follow the example as I follow Christ. Shout glory to that. Go hear what I said there. That's First Corinthians chapter 11. Go to 2 and let me see what's there. Are you learning something today? There are churches that people don't follow any, they are, they are men of God. Some don't follow their pastors. Some can report their pastors to, the, to, do you understand? They are reporting. They are reporting. They are reporting. They report, write about, report about the pastor and report to the pastor. They don't know what they are talking about. Some, they, some feel they are rich. We are the rich ones. It says, tell the rich people not to be high-minded. That's what they say. Don't be high-minded. Those riches you are talking about, if you, if you fall down like they said, they, uh, and they fell in one day, if you fall in one day, who will enjoy those riches? So they say, tell the rich that they should not be high-minded. We try you know, because of the rich. try you know. I mean, I'm a mad dollar, isn't it? Is that not true? I'm a mad dollar, because I am not Even Papa Piwana gave me a CD. Maybe if you give me a CD, I don't even normally call you. Do I call? I bless you, there is enough. This is the next day I didn't send you a message. If you, I said it on Sunday, I said, if you give a man to go a CD, he has to bless you. He says, give me food to eat. Do you know what he said? Yes, so that my soul may bless you. 
So it means that there are some levels of blessing that has to do with eating and be satisfied. Oh, is that not true? It says, bring, let me eat and when I'm satisfied, I'll bless you. You say, oh no, you are my father, just bless me like that. Is that what they said? Hey, it's scriptural. It says, just give me food, let me eat and bring me venison. It says, when I eat and I am satisfied, then my soul will bless you. It says, when Isaac had eaten and was satisfied, it was what? Satisfied. So there are level, there are certain levels of givings that satisfies the man of God to bless you in certain ways. Imagine you can't give that thing. Will it bless you in that certain way? Satisfaction. And when you are satisfied, he blesses you. When he's satisfied, he blesses you. Is that not part of it? When the woman took the alabaster, whatever oil, have you read that before? And carried it to Jesus. The Bible says it was very an expensive perfume. Is that what he said? An expensive perfume. To that point where Judas is carried out. Said, how would this woman bring this expensive perfume? <laughs> you know, I've, I've worked in ministry. I've seen people, when they see money, their eyes open. There are some people whose eyes close. When there is, but some people, when they see money, their eyes open, it becomes wide. If somebody brings me some dollars right now and I open it here, so their eyes open. And some of them, it will provoke them to do bad works. <laughs> the seed will provoke them to do a, do bad works. Ah, Papa already has all this, and I don't have to give again. I don't have to give him again. Is that not true? Provoking them to do bad works. Instead of provoking them to do good works. Shout glory to that. Who is following what I'm teaching? The woman brought what? And poured it. What did Jesus say? When they said we should sell it and give to the poor. He says the poor you always have with you. But this woman has honored me. Jesus said that. Who said it? Jesus. Has honored me. So it's part of the system. Come on, shout glory. glory. Did you hear what I said? So it says, follow me as so I follow Christ. Hebrews chapter 13. So follow your man of God. Follow me. Now, how do we know you are following the man of God? Because you are acquainted with his voice. You are acquainted with his voice. You are acquainted with his messages. You can't follow your man of God outside his messages. Some of you don't know anything we are teaching. You don't know. When we call for discussion right now, you only know what. Are you following what I'm saying? You can't follow your man of God. Say you are following your man without following. And I'm emphasizing on the messages. Today, I had a conversation with a man, a man of God. And the man of God said, he's been called to a TV program to do something about a particular man of God that we, we all follow. My spiritual father. I said, we've been called to a particular program to do a particular meeting, uh, an interview tomorrow. And he said that, so man of God, is there some, can you write something for me? And all that. And I said, oh, it's not a problem. I didn't have to go and look for a CD to listen. But of course, I didn't look for a CD. I can, I can read to you all that, all that I wrote, the, the messages that I wrote from the message of Pastor Chris that I've learned over the years. It just came. It just came to me. The jingles. One thing is, is, is certain. If you, if you stick to the word, you come back with a testimony. I started with that one. Jingles. Faith is what God says you are. You are. And acting that way. Faith is what God says you can do. You can do. Those are things we, we learned from his messages. On faith. 
unrighteousness. Righteousness is what having a right standing before God without a sense of guilt. That's his definition. I didn't have to now go and open CDs. It's in me. I mentioned some of the topics. Three kinds of knowledge, three kinds of wisdom, fruits of redemption, uh, what God's greatest blessing. Just sitting down and writing. And he sent me a message. This is just this is thesis. This is written thesis. You know when you when you love a man, you follow a man of God. You know when you are following the messages become you have, it's, it's part of you. When we say come and teach, it's not now. We are now coming today, Papa. Which message are we talking about? We are numerous messages. Which one do you know about? Is that not true? Even if those say come and teach, you are feeling because the things that we are talking about are things that you are go, you are living with. You are living the word of God. So we talk about pronounced blessing. After that, you don't know anything about pronounced blessing. We say you are blessed. Mm-hmm. From Sunday, you have one week, one, three days. We are the kind. Is that not true? So when we say you are blessed, you say, mm-hmm. you are forgotten. We must knock you and say, have you forgotten? You say, Papa, I'm not remembering. Well, you guys, do you understand what I'm saying? They are saying that the message, when you listen to them, I listen to Pastor. I see people say they follow Pastor Chris for some I listen to Pastor Chris' message over and over and over and over and over and over and over until the messages became part of me. Pastor Chris' message is part of me. It's part. It's part of me. If you are following a man, you follow the messages, you listen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's how we know that you are really following. The message becomes part of you. They just come out. They, have, they form part of your thinking. That is when you can be really part of his vision. Then you know what exactly he's doing. Do you understand? You see the man of God's prayer life. I listen to Pastor Chris' prayer life. I was telling, hey, this man can pray. I also started praying, praying, praying. And now I pray. I do what? I'm a prayer man. I can pray. In fact, I can let us pray till the next day. Prayer. There's no starting. If I sometimes I can stop the prayer myself because I have to come to church. You stop the prayer. You have to do something. Then you stop the prayer. You pause it. Do you understand? It's not a prayer where it's like I'm dragging to pray. When I pray, I'm tired at 30 minutes. No, no, no. So if you're a leader and you also can't cultivate, I've taught on. Have I taught on prayers? Vincent, they will teach on prayer. Different levels, different things on prayer. Praying in the spirit. What? Opportunity in prayer. All kinds of things. Too. You should be able to pray. Not just as a group, as a team. You pray. Leaders pray for three good hours. You'll be shocked how your life will become. Because you won't pray. So you're not saying amen to that. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 13. So follow my prayer life. If I was not praying and I say follow my prayer life, then you can sleep. But follow my prayer life. Don't wait to be called upon. Don't wait till it's 12 o'clock. Don't wait to be, you are put on what? Prayer something before. Pray. What prayers? I've told you, take their epistles. Epiphras. It's laboring fervently that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Father, I pray that I may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. I pray for the WCM members. I pray for Pastor Prince. I pray for this Magadosh, Magadosh, Magadosh. That alone is one hour. Is that not true? By the time you are praying, there are, I've told you where to pray from. The New Testament. Have I said that? You are praying. Or you speak in tongues. I've talked about seven benefits of speaking in tongues. Is there. I talked about the flaming fire. Is it there? 
is there. I've told you a lot of things. So magados, 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 magados. Pray. I thought I'll hear an amen to that. Amen. Stop sleeping and pray. Uh, the day that you would want to pray, you'll be sleeping. The day that will be ready for you to sleep, you'll still be praying. So pray at this time. Is that not true? Pray now. Don't wait till an issue happens. Then now, the time that you have to sleep, it has become prayers. Fast now. Don't wait for an issue to happen. At the time they are about to eat, it has become a, what? a fasting that you cannot stop. You know, there are certain fastings you can't stop. Is that not true? Do that now. Do that now. Do it now. Look at someone tell the person, do that now. Papa prays you to pray. Your pastor prays. You pray. Your pastor can fast. You fast. Somebody says when they fast, they have headaches. Right now, I'm fasting, I have headaches. They say fasting, they are, they are, you are celebrating it. You are celebrating fasting. One of my friends said, you've not come into need. You, you, you don't need something, that's why. Do you understand? As I said, in life, your speed is determined what is chasing you. Your speed is determined by what is what? Chasing you. What is chasing you is, is at top speed. You see how you run. But when you're, nothing is chasing you, you just sit down and say, oh, when I fast small, Papa, my headache will come. When I fast small, all my bellies in my home, when I was growing up, my parents, they, we have moved from your home. Oh. We are in the household of faith. Yes, where we are is what? The household. household of faith. This is where men put on ashes and sackcloth and live prostrate before the Lord and prayed. Go and read Nehemiah. Go and read Daniel. Those are men of God. Those are what? Men of God. According to the scriptures. Go and read Peter. Go and read Paul. In prison. Praying. So who are you copying? You are copying your prayerless biological father. It's not gone, but he's prayerless. You have respect for him. He's good. The Bible says so, but he's prayerless. So copy. If you are a Christian, you are copy what, what is right. Imitate it. Be praying in the house. Turn your house into a prayer room. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I've said before we pray, it's not that I live in a single room. And the compound also what? I prayed in the compound until my landlord firstborn died and the landlord got paralyzed. And the whole area, they got to know that this guy can pray. There is no area I stay, you don't know I pray. I don't use microphone, but you know there's a prayer man in this, house, in this area. And I said it in my message in praying in the spirit, when I was teaching on faith, boosters of faith. It's there. All those messages are there like this. Go listen. I said when you stay in a particular area, the people must identify you with prayers. Your parents must... Dickness, are you here? Your parents must identify you with what? Prayers. With prayers. Praying one hour. Praying two hours. Then you go to sleep. Let them know you pray. Is that true? Let them know you fast. It's a family meeting, but you are going to that day you are fasting. You don't say, it's a family meeting, I cannot not, I cannot not fast. I cannot fast. You know, it's a family. It's like the whole family are eating together. So what? Do you know what they are going to eat together? <laughs> Come on, shout hallelujah. There are some people like that. When they see that it's an location, and they even declare the fast in the church, do you know what it means for a man of God, your man of God, your pastor, to declare fast? And you choose eating because it's an occasion, a wedding, over that fasting. Do you know, do you know what that means? 
You say it's because it's my sister's wedding. It's because it's my cousin's uh, what? It's because it's my so this particular this time no. Even Papa Papa has declared this day if I don't eat, but don't you have become like you are you are rebelling. You are rebelling. So fast, that's a fast. Meditate. Meditate. I said when you pray, make declarations. Learn it. Whenever you lead prayers, make declarations. Whenever you are praying in your house, make declarations. When you do that, you are on the offensive. You are not on the defensive. Christians wait for things, bad things to happen, and then they are defending their cause. Do you get what I'm saying? You are defending the cause. But when you pray and you make declarations, you are on the offensive. Because you see, you are putting the word of God, you are declaring Rema. And which is the, which is what? The sword of the spirit. So when, you, when you're teaching, you say, I declare, I'm going to nations. All the resources are gathered in the name of Jesus. You are, you are releasing swords of the spirit. Swords. You are not waiting to get there and then this one says, I don't have money to give. You declare. This. I thought I'd hear an amen to that. Amen. Are you in church today? Yes, sir. Am I teaching you something? Yes, so Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7. I'll make sure we close right now. I have, maybe we'll continue part one, part two. What do you guys think? Yes, Following your man of God. I said what? Following your man of God. Follow. Follow your pastor. The word follow doesn't mean that he's going and you're following like this. There are people who follow like that, but they, know, they, they don't follow in heart and in real actions. Follow your man of God. I don't owe tithes in this church. You can't say I'm following, I'm going, you're following me, you're even holding my bag, you're holding my phone, you're holding my thing, you, have to pay, you don't pay your tithes. Dickness, is that proper followership? No. There is proper followership of your man of God. I don't owe tithes, do I owe tithes? Don't eat my tithes. Then I'll go and stand before God and be speaking in tongues. I'll even be confused. After I've spent my tithes, then I'll go and sit down and say, God, you know, please... Take me to nations. Nations for what? To eat tithes there or what? So there are things that we are following your man of God. It shows. If your man of God is a giver and you are not a giver, you are not following him. Do you get what I'm talking about? A genuine giver. There is no substance that is too big to give. So if your man of God is is a giver and you are following him, you are also a giver. If your man of God is an ardent follower, in fact, he loves God. You too, you love God. We see it. We see it. I, this person loves God. There are some people that can mention names who you can say that after they followed us, they become serious. They love God. They even want to do their work of God. Whenever I call them pastor, they say, well, thank you for making me a pastor. Because they follow. Bridges, are you here? Shout hallelujah. Are you here? So follow genuinely. Follow the messages. Don't follow three messages. Huh? Every man of God has what? His message. I said it here. I said that in the New Testament, we don't break curses. Is that what I said? Many men of God out there to say, come and let's break the curse over your life. I was in Atria many years ago. And all the pastors there were there just for breaking curses. Come, let's break your curse. The next day, those demons will carry the curse and bring it again. And they come, let's get. So people have moved from pastors to pastors, breaking cases. Uh, some people say curse of what? Firstborns. Some say curse of uh, uh, family idols. Some say curse of what? Curse of what? All kinds of curse. 
fact, when you go, all the books are written about curses. You hardly see books written about the Abrahamic blessing or the pronouncement of blessing. It's not that I don't believe in breaking curses. So. If you say, no, no, you say, a man of God doesn't believe in that. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying the new that we don't break curses. I didn't say I don't believe in breaking curses. Is there a difference between the two? It's not that I don't believe in breaking curses. So. We don't break curses. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying we don't break, we don't break a curse. Do we break a curse? So another man of God said, we break curses. Who said that? He's a young man of God. That's why I say we break curses. We don't break curses. Has he seen a curse before? I've dealt with curses, issues with curses. Has he dealt with? I've also dealt with issues with blessings. It depends on what you're dealing with. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you not dealt with issues with blessings? How many people have come to church and we break their curse before they get a testimony? How many? How many? Say the, the curse of my father is the one that Papa was breaking. How many testimonies have you heard them say and they are saying that uh, after Mommy broke the curse and after Papa broke the curse? Have you seen some before? No, no have, have you heard some here before? No, hey, it doesn't mean nothing is happening. Nothing is not happening. Yeah, so we don't have to break curse for something to happen. No, we superimpose our authority. I've said it before. I said, a time is even going to come. We may not cast any demon out of anyone. Yeah. Even though we will cast out demons. Yeah. But if we want you to be blessed, we will pronounce the blessing. The blessed, what we... The spiritual, the, the, it has to do with spiritual authority. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, the demon says, Paul, we know. So there's a, there's a realm where demons, demons, even if they're holding somebody, he says, receive a car. They are holding the person, but the person's car will still come. What they are holding? In their presence. Else, else, what do we say? Jesus' name has the highest name. Then we are only talking, we are blabbing. Yeah, we are blabbing. Just far above all principalities and powers. So the midst of the principality, we still give you a child there. Yes, sir. Hey. The midst of all the principality, we still give you a job. Yes, sir. Then the, all the demons have surrounded you, but you still have that job. In the then you are celebrating. This is my joy. They are celebrating with you hey. and clapping their hands. Hallelujah. That is real authority. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that not true? Yes, sir. Authority. Ah. That, those are places we are. That, those are realms we are advancing to in, in understanding and in. It's not that we just we can't sit down and eat. I wonder why I should be cast out there. Why I can make the demon sit down there and see all the testimonies there and celebrate with all of us. And then see that he has become so useless to go. When you become useless, won't you go? Go on your own. We even give you work to do. We say, go to that sister who, is that, who has not heard her best message. I've said to stop God, and still God said, go and torment the sister. You send the, the demon. Didn't Jesus send the demon? Didn't you see Jesus sending the demon? He drove the demon and sent them to pigs. He go to the pigs, then go and rest. The demon said, yes, sir, we'll be in the pigs. <laughs> I send the demons to do exploits. <laughs> That's just by the way. But you see, when you pronounce blessings, that's what I said, right? When we pronounce blessings, the cure to any curse is the pronouncement of blessings. When we pronounce blessings, we say in, the, in, your, in my family, don't marry, we don't marry. When we pronounce the blessings of marriage, nothing can hold it. The one who is blessing has spirit, a higher spiritual authority than any curse or any demon or anything that feels like, because demons in their kingdom have the way they operate. They operate based on curses. They operate based on what your father did, what your mother did. Those are demonic work. We can't go to their kingdom to destroy their kingdom. We enforce our kingdom works. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? That's a difference. So we are not training you according to the kingdom of darkness ways. We are training you according to the kingdom of God, how it functions. And when we bless you, you are blessed. Even the little blessing that fell on Esau, he got, it was little. Since when thou art, you shall take the yoke of thy brothers. Even that one, he got rich and very blessed. So what cares again? What cares again? What cares? It depends on what you are seeing. You are seeing a Christian as a normal person. You are seeing a Christian as a human being who comes from a, a Chocho family. Or what family? You understand? Chocho family. Or something from you. That's how you, 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 you relate to the Christian like that. But the Bible says if any man is in Christ, he is a new, if that man is still traceable to Chocho, then he's not born again. He's born of God. God says, you are my child. You say, uh, uh, Chocho's thing is affecting me. You don't, do you know what you're talking about? Say, children not born of flesh. Nor born of, of what? Of blood. Nor born of the will of man. Did I write those scriptures? So where are you reading from? From Ezekiel. Was Ezekiel born again? So that Ezekiel you are saying to the third and fourth generation, to the fourteenth generation, you are reading Ezekiel. Was Ezekiel born again? All those generations you talked about, were they born again? You see, but not many men, men of God know these truths. So they will say, oh, it's a young pastor coming. Oh, it's church, you don't worry. Very soon they will stop talking. They say all kinds of things. You two, you are following you because when you went there, with all their ignorance, they, they, you've seen something. No. Stay with the message we are teaching. I said, do what? Stay with the message. Stay with the message. Go back and listen to the messages on faith. Faith. And live by faith. Listen to the message on love. And live by love. Are you here, somebody? Are you not getting blessed? This is a message that will prevail across the globe. It cannot be stopped. It cannot be stopped. No man forbidding us. We cannot be stopped. So as a Christian, you follow your man of God or a leader, you follow your man of God by following his messages. If you don't understand it, that's why he's your pastor. That's why we have pastors. You ask them, they will explain to you. Because no, it's not all teachings that are correct. Some teachings are not correct. Did you hear what I said? And it's not because of, we don't, we don't judge the rightness of a, 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 a teaching or a preaching based on results. I've said it before. It's not based on results because there is results, then that man of God is genuine. Moses had results, but what he did was wrong. He didn't enter the promised land. So it's not because there is, there is results, then oh, it automatically is genuine. It says, steady to show yourself approved as a workman that does not need to be ashamed. Did he say that? Yes, so you steady to show yourself approved. That is there. It says, rightly dividing the word of truth. So somebody can wrongly divide the word of truth and still have some kind of results because results come from manifestation. Of the spirit. So you say, oh, the man says he has broken curses. Forget that thing. You say, uh, you are, I'm blessed. Papa has blessed me. So I am blessed. Do you understand? Papa has blessed me, so I'm what? I'm blessed. Papa said, go back and listen to pronounced blessing. It's not in anybody's book. These things I teach, I don't teach them from syllabus. You can hear that from Pastor Chris' message, but you can't hear that from any other message. 
Because I'm a product of his message. So it will still come up. A lot of things that will come up. Do you understand what I'm saying? I've said it before. The priest said, well, I said, I said, the cure to blessing, or the cure to a curse, is the blessing. This time I've explained it. The cure is pronounced blessings. It's what? Pronounced blessings. So Jesus took the loaves and blessed the loaves. He did what? Read throughout. Who did Jesus meet and was breaking curses? I break the curse of death. He went to Lazarus and said, the curse of death is broken over your life. Is that what he said? Or he saw a sick man. He says, the sick man, the the cure is, uh, all family ancestral curses are broken. Did you see that there? Or you enter Paul's writing and he says, all the curses in the net. Did you see that there? So if you go and read some Ezekiel somewhere, you come and say, our father eats sour grapes and, and something, something, something. And to break to the 14, 14 generation and all of that. And then you come and you say, because when Sarah, uh, uh, Sarah moved with uh, Abraham, Abraham said it's Sarah's sister. And then, the, 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 then Isaac too. So it is transgenerational. The same thing that happened to Abraham is the same thing that happened to Isaac. And the same, do you know what you're talking about? Do you know what a curse is? If you call that a curse, Abraham, then that curse made Abraham very rich. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, this kind of twisting Bible to just suit certain doctrines that are very... <laughs> you hear my voice on, on BBC very soon. You people Ghana, you can't take my message. I'm going somewhere to... <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> if it's, do you understand something? If it's true that is curse, curse, that Abraham's curse of uh, Sarah, what? Uh, saying that she's my sister, and then the same thing went to Isaac, and Isaac too, the same thing. Mean, you know, people preach like that. Then Abraham's curse gave him riches. Yes, yeah. And Isaac's curse too did what? Gave him riches. So, which curse do you all have that is not giving any riches? <laughs> that we have to break. <laughs> all kinds of things, family patterns and generational patterns and all kinds of things. So this is a family pattern. You have to break a family. What is a family pattern? When a man of God blesses you with marriage, you are blessed with marriage. You will marry. That's all. Don't say there's family pattern, you know. It happened to my big sister. Are you, are you your big sister? It happened to my... Are you your... Do you understand what I'm saying? You should know how unique you are. Maybe your big sister doesn't know how unique she is. Not many Christians know what it, what it means when you say the new creature. It looks like it's a tent. If any man being guy is a new creature. He says he died for all that they which live. So that thing died, he died in Christ. That thing they are talking about generation, he died in Christ. That is the truth. But if you don't go and master them, and they just pass through your ears, you know, there's a way message just pass through your ears. Then you're going to pass through your ears. It won't work for you. Let them, those messages, says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Is that what he said? So let these messages that we preach about Christ, about your association with Christ, about all these things. He says that they which are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. How can somebody say that you must break your curse? If legally you are blessed, you are blessed. If you are not seeing the manifestation of blessings, talking about there are a lot of things involved. And I said that I talked about spiritual sensitivity on Sunday. I talked talk about growth, spiritual growth. I talked about pronounced blessings. Sometimes you need patience. Even Jacob, after he received that, he needed patience. 14 years of labor. 
How many years? It doesn't mean there's a curse following me. And when I was going to, they gave me the, the they gave me, I was after Rachel, they gave me Leah. And so it's a curse. Then you see, uh, who? Standing there, uh, calling for some priest somewhere to come and break curses. Whilst men are wrestling with angels, we are there breaking curses. Shout glory to that. I just use that as an example of some of our messages that we teach on the Christian. The Christian is not ordinary. He can't be ordinary. The Christian, me, I'm not ordinary. I don't see myself ordinary. The whole world has been given to me. And I'm looking, I'm wondering, why should I have one church in Accra? After the whole world was given to Abraham. I'm the seed of Abraham. I should be every city that my leg, this leg steps in from today. There must be a church. Is that not true? So when I enter the closet and I close the door and I begin to speak in tongues, I'm putting things in place for that. I'm not sitting down now talking about uh, curse and my father's idol. You don't know I come from an idol worshipping background and they don't make anybody rich and you don't know those idols are still being enforced and all of that. It means that you are, you are, you are. It says I write unto you little children because your sins are forgiven you. Did you hear that scripture? Have you heard it before? As have you heard that before? Yes, Pastor. First John chapter 2. These are teachings I've taught. Have I not taught this in Brother I've taught these things over and over. He says, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you. You see, you're a little child. He says, I write unto you, young men, because you are strong. A young man is strong. And you have overcome the wicked one. It's because the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked. I write unto you, young men. Where are the young men in the house? Yes, and why are the young women in the house? All of them are already tired. It looks like the young women are tired. Is that true? So take this message. The when I come and I'm teaching you people like this, as you are here like this, I love it more than when the whole church is full and all the people, they don't even hear what I'm saying. Because not everybody can hear what I'm saying. That's why I say, church growth, and only God can grow the church. He knows who he's sending you to. Some people come, the church is so full, and you don't, you realize that they, they don't even understand what you are talking about. Some don't understand. They are now calling to beg for money. We say, Jesus didn't say go around giving to the poor like that. He said that, but he didn't say that like that, like that. He said that preach the gospel to the poor first. They don't want to receive the gospel, they want the money. I, I was poor and you visited me, so they give me money. Is that not true? Is God not awesome? So take the messages serious. You are now praying. Open heavens. Lord, open heavens. Where are you? Where are you? Huh? 21 days of open heavens prayers. Where are you? Those things move you back. Instead of moving you forward, they are moving back. There's a mentality, eh? That you can have a mentality where you think demons are following you everywhere you go. Because you have heard so much about demons and their effect. I've been there before. There's nothing I've not seen this way. Where you are moving and your whole mind is like this, a demon is doing, demon is the one. Demon. Your whole mind is demon. You've heard too much demon messages. But we can preach too much demon messages to you. But if we preach too much authority messages to you to help you. That is why I come in. That's the difference. Well, you are now looking for a demon to chase. And we have told you that the authority, even the demon is scared of you. Yes, 
You say, Papa, is that too bad? I saw the demon in my sleep. What have you been here? You've not heard anything, my sister. Go back and listen to messages on what? Authority. Behold, I give unto you authority. Jesus said it, not Pastor Prince. Did Pastor Prince say it? So if you say that you don't have authority, it means you are saying, Jesus, you have lied to us. So demons are still attacking me, but you said you give me authority. You are lying. Jesus, you are lying. Can Jesus lie? That is why he didn't say, I give you authority. He says, behold it. See, see. Can you see that I give you authority? If you can't see, you can't demonstrate it. Behold, I give unto authority. So there is no such thing, open heavens, open heavens. Open heaven is open. The day heavens opened, the day Holy Ghost came inside of you. The Holy Ghost is a heavenly person. You are a temple of a heavenly person. Who is the what? The gateway to heaven or the door to heaven or the through the spirit, he says you have access to the Father. Is that what he said? Access to the Father. You are not you didn't say you pray before the Father will give you access. These are truths in the New Testament. We've boycotted them. You are talking things and saying you are preaching. Is that not true? This are true. Is that not what the Bible says in the New Testament? That by the Spirit we have what? Through the Spirit we have access to the Father. When you have access, what does that mean? There is no, there is no blockade. Access. Where is the Spirit? It's in you. Then you say you are opening heavens. Which heaven? Is now, are you now going to go to heaven uh, with the Holy Ghost? Now when you read the Holy Ghost will knock the door to What are you talking about? Because when Jesus was going to be baptized and he prayed, heavens were opened. What happened when heavens were opened? The spirit descended. Did, I, did Jesus go back and say heavens should open again? And say through the spirit, the Holy Spirit, open heavens for me. It's because heavens opened that we saw what we saw. So the day the Holy Ghost came inside of you, heavens opened. You are regarded as a heavenly citizen. You are not now saying heavens should open over your life. When God looks at you, you are seated both in heaven and on earth. Is that not what he says? To make to sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. How can you be sitting in heavenly places and pray for open heavens? You don't know. You see, So people think that they are on earth going to heaven. But we are, we are in heaven and on earth. But we are in heaven demonstrating on earth. That is how far we are. How far? Far above. Is this a wrong teaching? Which Bible? Like? What, 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 is, what is all this preaching that we are preaching and we are calling the church? But mercy, say mercy, mercy, mercy. That is why we have to go far. As many Christians who meet Jesus and not recognize him. When you meet Jesus, and you, are, you have knowledge, you know this is Jesus. Even if he turns into uh, Pastor Bert's face and is walking, you say this is Jesus. You'll be able to identify him wherever you meet him. I didn't hear glory to that. Maybe I'll just close with this one. But you see, it's so important. Follow the teachings I know there are partners who don't follow the teachings. They are Christian. They want to tell you. See, 2023, this church, we, this we've changed the church. We have changed the church to, 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 to not into a church where it's a Brabedji church. You understand? <laughs> there's a, there's a, a town called Brahabebo. <laughs> Brahabebo, come and beat me. <laughs> we will do things. We want to do things. But we don't want a ministry that is, uh, is what? Come and take ministry. We've, we've suffered that, that one. So we have changed it. Yes, sir. Hey, come and take and go. Come and take and go. Come and take and go. Come and take. That's not what you are doing here. Is that what you are doing here? You are switching. The church must be a church where people are taught 
they are trained, they are blessed. They stay in the ministry. They do the work of the ministry. That's a church. It's not a come and get church. Come and get, give me church. We have changed it. Have we changed it? We know how we will change it. The Holy Spirit will give us wisdom. Or he has given us wisdom already. What do you guys think? It's powerful. So please, give, like Paul said, give attendance to the word of God. Do what? Attendance. Learn the word. Listen to our messages. See, open the Bible. Open them. Some of you don't even open the Bible. Open the Bible. As you listen to the message, be equipped as a leader. Be equipped. It's not now that you've gone for evangelism, they're asking you questions, you don't know what to say. They are coming to call me. Do you think I'll be here forever? No. Or an issue has arisen wherever you are, and you announce some arguments somewhere you don't know what to say. You are now saying, if my pastor was here. Hey, your pastor has been teaching you all these years. Huh? Messages are free. All you need is bundle. Go back to YouTube. They are there. We've done, we've categorized all of them. Blessings, new creation, whatever, whatever. Listen to them. The predestinate will. Being born again, you will be shocked. Being born again alone can turn you into something else. Is that not true? The fatherhood of God. And all those teachings, they are all there. Go back and listen and watch for yourself. They will build you up and give you an inheritance. It says, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Remember your leaders who did what? He didn't say those who gave you miracles. I give miracles. Is that true? But he says, remember those who do what? Spoke the word of God to you. Why? Because the miracle is a happening. The word will stay forever. When you get one miracle, that's why I always say you get one miracle, the next time you need another miracle to survive. You can't survive on miracles. You can survive on the word. The word of God will produce miracles in your life. When the gift or the manifestation or the man of God who is releasing that miracle is not even there, the word will cause a miraculous change in your own life. You didn't hear what I said? And I have a teaching on what? On the word of God. An exhortation on the word. Uh, in fact, I have teachings on the word of God that was sitting there 2020. Teaching. What does it mean to believe? Uh, all those things. The role of the word of God. Oh, what teaching? They are all there. Shout glory. When I said, do, do we put, when you put a seed on the, on, the, on the table, will it grow? Those are all teachings. Are they not there? So it says, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Who have taught you the word of God. We are not teaching you to go and start your own church. We are teaching you to be established in this ministry. Be a leader in this ministry. Follow the vision of the man of God. Do the work of the ministry in the vision of the man of God. And let's all do, fulfill God's will. That's all. Shout glory to that. So don't assume you know. Or you were here when we were preaching it. LOF, are you here? Listen, all your LOF discussions should be built around the messages that we have preached. All LOF discussions. For when you go to Christ's embassy, all that they do, when they even want me to preach, they want another man of God to preach. Every message they send the man of God or the topic they give to the man of God 
or everything is centered around what Pastor Chris is saying. Nothing goes out. There's no message they've given you to teach at the what? Your love word extra. That is different from what Pastor Chris is saying. They give you the same messages. They give you a topic that has to do with the man of God's message. So that you can build the people of the same mind. It's important when we are of the same mind. Are you there? It's important when we are of the same mind. Of the same language. So now that somebody is now talking about, and when I was praying, and the Spirit of God told me, that your heavens are opened, and you are also there, watch, no, 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 no. And all of you, executive, all of you must be equipped. You must be what? Equipped. equipped. Fully equipped. The Word of God is not something we just preach. It's our life. It's our life. To equip yourself with the Word of God. And build all those things. When we say we are doing anything, let it be, let it surround. That is true followership. Let it surround. I've said before that we are not in church to air our opinions. No, we are in church to know the word of God and speak the word of God. If we, we are continuing the vision of the four, you will see it there. That we be not children tossed to and fro. That's what he said. You see all of us speaking the same mind. And growing and walking in love. Speaking the same mind. When you see Sister Vida speaking, you see that this is WCN member. Are you in church? You see Brother Gideon speaking. You see this is WCN member. You see Elder Gordon speaking. You see this is WCN member. You hear discussions going on. There are discussions about the things that we've talked about. Now some have not heard. Some, some two are now coming in. Some are not, and they are hearing. Through that, they are also growing spiritually. So let's make sure as leaders, that's how to start. You build everything around the messages. Every leader must be able to, in a week, listen to certain messages. Every leader, wherever you, are, you find yourself in any department, you should have listened to certain messages. You should know what we are talking about. You are not just saying things because you heard the man of God to say some. Or you heard what somebody and he was saying certain things. Then you are also there saying some. Without any verification. And you are bringing it to come and say something to us. <laughs> Where what I said there. So it's important that everything that we do should be around. A, a, a ministry that grows must have the same culture, must have the same language. Amen. So everybody that is leading prayers is leading prayers and making declarations. That is the culture. Is it difficult making declarations? That's it. Everybody that is teaching knows what they are talking about. When you hear uh, who Dr. John talking about love, you know that this is because it's not that you are just speaking, you are just saying, and when I was there and I heard another man of God, in fact, don't stand there and talk about any man of God you heard. It is prohibited from today in this ministry. Did you hear what I said? As you go and say, and I heard this man of God, and I heard that man of God, and that man of God. If you follow, if you, if you listen to me, you will know that this is Pastor Christ. If you listen to me. Won't you know? So no matter what, listen to our messages. Don't stand there and be making references to any pastor, anywhere, anything. When I stand there, I make, is that not true? I make reference to Pastor Christ straight. When you come, you make reference to Pastor Prince straight. 
They are even prohibited from making reference to Pastor Chris. Do you know him? How much seed have you sown to him? So people, instead of listening to me, they'll be using, using certain corners to do that. No, no, no. We will cut you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Is that not true? Why do I say that? He says, remember your leaders. So a leader must speak the word of God. A leader who doesn't speak the word of God, what is he leading them into? You are leading them into the word of God. So he says, remember your leaders who have spoken the word of God. Is that not what he said? So if you, a leader, can't speak the word of God, what will you speak? He says, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. So consider the outcome. That with a look at what they are doing, consider the outcome, their results, and imitate their faith. Look at their behavior and do the same. Some of you are not bold like me. You should be bold. Yes, sir. I said what? I should be bold. There are times to talk and there are times not to talk. Even the Bible says, be slow to speak. That's what he said. Be slow to speak. Be slow to anger. He says that. So sometimes you are slow to speak. But when you are speaking, you speak confidently. Don't hide around. We've given you, microphone. you are now hiding. That. Who are you? Who can kill you because you are preaching? In Ghana here. So be bold. Somebody has made a mistake. We said, the Knesset has made a mistake. You are, you are scared to tell. You were there when the mistake. You are scared to tell. Oh, Papa, it's not like that, you know. I don't. What kind of thing is that? You are a hypocrite. Yes. Be bold. Papa, it is true. They can make the mistake. When he did that, we were all here. And you are addressing it. And I know that it's all for our edification. Thank you, sir. Did you hear that? Don't come there and be. Don't come and bear. God shall glory. Brother Walash, I heard Walash was begging for Pastor Nana and the wife one day. Was that not strange? Don't beg for anybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't beg. They let the, pe- the person beg themselves. It's a sign of what? Humility. Papa, please. It's not intentional. This, this, this. Don't beg for anybody. Be bold. See, you, are, you made the mistake. It's true. We said it, but you, did you make that mistake? You made the mistake. It doesn't mean that, oh, you are what? You are a bad person. You are saying the truth. Yes, sir. Don't hide by the corner. That was what was this Afira did that. Yes, sir. When she also came, she was coming to condone the wrong. Paul said, Paul, was it John? John said it in uh, uh, Diotrephes and uh, Demetrius. So when it, when it comes, we will expose his works. Is that what he said? Yes, sir. In, was it Second John or Third John? Third John. Just when we come, we look for that scripture. I think that when I, whenever I read that scripture, people forget. But just remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Wow. Is that not powerful? So imitate my faith. Papa is a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. I was telling some people on Monday, I said, me, the things, challenges I've seen, nobody has seen some. Do you understand what I'm saying? I've seen all kinds of, I've fought all kinds of fights. All kinds of witches and, and battles. So I'm not scared that whatever I I'm not scared. If I go to any nation, I'm not scared. The best you can do is to arrest me. Apart from that, you just release me to go and continue preaching. What do you guys think? Who wants to be arrested here? You don't want to be arrested. Is that, is that, are you following me? If you follow me, you would love to be arrested. Else you feel like you've not done anything. 
<laughs> and they, there are people who quote the scripture and they love not their lives on the death. They are always the ones afraid to be arrested. <laughs> Have you seen it? I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to be first? The King James says, who loves, who, who says that, who wants to be preeminent? Do you know preeminent? like, he wants to be the one who is on top. There are leaders like that and Christians even like that in church. Those are the ones that Osha says sit here and he says, do you know who I am? I'm a bank manager. In fact, I want to see your pastor. That's why I'm here. So how do you mean come to church? You see, they love, you understand, they love to be first. They love to be recognized in a way. You know, they feel they are too big to be addressed. You know, you say, they say, well, I'm too, me, is it me you're talking like that too? You know how many houses I have? Diotrephes. May you not be a diotrephes. Says who loveth to have the preeminence among them. Do you see that? He, he loves to have the preeminence among them. If we mention and we don't mention the name, those are the people who don't get our awards and they are talking. It's like they want to be, it's me and Dr. R, you have to get the award. If you want to get the award, do what it takes to get an award. If you don't also get an award, thank God and say next year I'll get an award. Hey, is that not true? Get a top partner or get some, at least I must get something. Get a top service, what, serviceable person or something. Do something. But don't be saying uh, that what they give is just this, is a trophy. What will I do with it? The crown that Jesus will give you, what will you do with it? You will put it on your head. Is that all? A crown of righteousness, a crown of, the, I don't know whether it's a crown, crown like this or we just know it's a crown of what? Righteousness. Then you say, oh, Jesus will give me a crown. You don't know that the man of God, go to verse 17 of the other scripture. The man of God represents Christ Jesus here. So if he gives you an award, it means that he's saying that you have done something that you need to be awarded or appreciated. Do you understand? Yes, and he's encouraging you and encouraging others who did not even get an award to do things to get an award. As you are doing it and you are getting an award here, you are also building up your treasures in heaven. By the time you get there, there's a crown for you because, in fact, the, the award we're giving has provoked you to do more good works. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the award is provoking you to do good works, more good works, to be more serviceable, to be more uh, giver, to be this, to be that. And you are doing more for the Lord. You are doing more for them because you are giving an award. If you do more for the Lord and you get to to get an award for that. If you do less here, will you get an award there? So it's the same. So don't say because it's just a crown. It may be a pen. It may be a pencil. It is still something. It must provoke you to do good works and to increase in the good works. But not many people have this understanding. Have I taught you something today? So don't just say, if I don't get an award, so what? If I don't get an award. Me, I want an award too. And I'm getting an award for my spiritual father next year. I don't want to get a, a, a box of food. I won't do anything with that. So I wrote, but the ultimate who love to have the prayer among you, receive it as not. Continue, verse 10. Verse 10. Have I taught you something today? So I'll end, with the, I'll end here. Maybe continue next week. Or, But don't forget these messages. That's why I said we should record it. It's very important. Okay? I'll take you to how some people who followed certain people in the scriptures got so blessed. Certain examples of followership in scriptures. Amen. Amen. Wherefore, if I come, look at what John said. John, he said, 
If I come, he didn't say we will hide his deeds. He didn't say that. Have you seen the scriptures there? I wanted to see it because I keep saying it. It looks like you've not seen it. Because when people feel like in church, when somebody do wrong, you just call the person. Doctor John is the one of those people. Call call the person and say you have done what is wrong. You know it's between two of us, but I'll forgive you. That is a that's a human traditional thing. Sometimes you do that. Especially when the issue is confidential. It is what? But when what the person is doing has to do with the entire congregation. Paul said, deliver such a man to Satan. Why should we deliver? The whole congregation knows that he's chasing his father's wife. A young man chasing his father's wife. If we pamper that, it will continue all the young men who begin to chase other people's wives. Yes. Can I give you a scripture that shows that Look for that scripture, a little living, living at the whole lamp. Look for that scripture. A little living, L-E-A-V-E-N, living at the whole lamp. The scripture that I think Paul wrote about, but let's see here. He says, I will remember his deeds. I will do what? We will remember what he was doing. He says, which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words. Mean that he's insult. who are those men of God? What do you think they are? They say they have grace. Because you come and see, proper grace is here. Malicious words. What words? So you see somebody using malicious words against your man of God, against your woman of God, against the pastors. Malicious words. When we are calling for the person, they will argue because you are part of the team. Because that's what he's saying here. And not content with that one, neither does he himself receive the brethren and forbidden them that would and cast them out of the church. And I can near the power. That's the outrageous. Then it says what Demetrius. Let's come to Demetrius. So are you, the question is, are you a diotrephus in church or you are a Demetrius? That's even a message on this one. What do you guys think? Yeah. That one you, you preach it somewhere. Dem- and you learn these things. You, I'll take you through certain, some of these things, following your man of God. Paul mentions certain names with anger. And he mentions certain names with joy in ministry. Said Alexander the Coppersmith did me much evil. May the Lord reward him according to his works. Paul the Apostle, the one who wrote on 1 Corinthians chapter 13 on love. That's how ministry is. Ministry has to do with people. It was the same people that made uh, Saul feel and Moses Added up in a mountain somewhere to wait for his death. Congregation. Is that true? That's true. Has a good report of all. Look at it. Has a good report of all men. Has what? A good report. And of the truth itself. Yea. And we also bear record. And you know that our record is true. You see the difference between the two? One using malicious words. They say we should give partnership. So what? The partnership that we are giving, we giving but malicious words. How many words? Malicious. Malicious words. Did you hear that? Did you see the scripture I said look for? Before you take us to that, take us to Hebrews chapter uh, the same 13 verse 17. Malicious words. Some people don't want us to rebuke anyone in public. They say keep them quiet, keep them quiet. Paul rebuked people in, in public. He drove people away from churches. 
Yes. Sometimes a man of God does that. You see, this person is too troublesome. No matter the prayer, the prayer life you are praying for, he's still the same. You do it, still the same, causing trouble, causing trouble. You call him, and say, this church, you can't stay here. There are a lot of churches, they go and join that church. You've done nothing wrong. You've done what? Nothing wrong. Because not all the sheep belongs to you. Some are go to have entered. You say, please go back to your sheepfold. Let my sheep come. Hindering other people. There are people who overthrow people's faith in church. Some of this person was a giver, 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 giver. person has a challenge. That person will go and say, you see, you're giving, giving, giving. God did not come to for you. Now you have a challenge, you see. So you are giving. You are overthrowing the brethren's faith. Sort of strengthening his faith. Don't worry. Even the scripture says, count it all joy. When you go through diverse trials. You are saying things opposite. To overthrow the person's faith. Then you go and hide and eat banku. You think you go scot-free. You go and go and eat the banku. You'll be there and you see. It is said that there's, there's this man of God. In, in, not a man of God. There's this man of God said this. I think Pastor Christus said it. I heard another man of God say. And he talked about a, a man who was very wealthy. And they, there was a church in the U.S. And the people had come to overflow. And they said, oh, let, us, let us expand the church. This man says no. Ah! The pastor calls for a board meeting. You know, Abu is not like Africa where you just do what you want. They've called for a board meeting. And they are addressing the issue because they need the money and all that. And the finance people are there. Everybody is there. And then this man is the, is the richest in the church. He says no. No, no, no. If, they, if the church is overflow, there are a lot of churches in the neighborhood. Let them go to the churches in the neighborhood. Why should we expand our church, put money and expand church again? We've already built the, the structure. Look at it. That was the man. We should drive the people who have come overflow to other churches. And the pastor said, didn't they see the other churches before they came here? He said, yeah, they saw the other churches. Maybe the attention have not come there. The churches are there. Let them go to the church. In the board, over the pastor. The pastor was quiet. They closed and went to him. Not knowing that that man, this is a real story. That man was building his own house. And building houses for his children. Three children. Or two children. Girls. And because of that, he feels like if the church, because he's like a financial guru in the church, if the church, then they now say he should bring some money and it will become all, all those things. He wants to finish his house. The pastor kept quiet. He was going to his house. He's finished his house. He's taking the children to go and show them this is your house, you know. And that one too belongs to Akosia Mansa. This one is Kojo Monu there. Akosia Mansa's house. Your father, look at what I have done. I've left you an inheritance. To go and brag there. On the way, in the filling station, the kids said that they are going to use the washroom. They got down. It was, a man was sitting in his car. When the kids were coming, a car knocked all the two of them. They died like, uh, uh, what? House flies. What in spirit? Before he was now crying, God, you know how I have served you. You know, yeah, even the building that is already there, I, my percentage is about 90 of it. And all the others are 10. And was reciting poems to God. <laughs> and Psalms. <laughs> and God said that, they said we are expanding the building. Because you are building your own house for your children. The, the man sold all those houses and brought it to the church. But it was what? At a cost. Was too late. It's too late. Those are that's an example of malicious ways. People won't come to church. They won't come early, or they won't come to church. They hear you talk about it. Instead of changing, they go and sit down and say, "Papa, cry." We don't understand why nowadays he's been talking like that. I've been talking nowadays like that. Yeah. 
Obey them that have the rule over you and submit. I'll just close with this while. And submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. They watch for your for what? For your souls. That's why I say you can't belong to two men of God. You see, I have an American a pastor. I have a, a UK what? Uh-huh, a UK prophet. And you have a Ghana apostle. One man. You have you are in the shoes of three people. Who is watching over your soul, sir? That's the question. That's what is happening in the body of Christ today, right? Is that not what is happening? Who is watching over your souls? It says, obey them that who has to rule over you because we can't tell who. So now you'll be comparing the one in UK's voice to the one in what? Ghana's voice to the one in America's voice. A little bit you, you slay in the UK English and then a little bit you slay in the American style then you come to the Ghana one. You don't know where you are. It says, obey them that have the rule over you. And, and do what? Submit yourselves to them. Did he say submit there? Yes, Do you say submission there? Yes, to when somebody can't submit and you tell you see the person can't submit, doesn't belong to the person who has the rule. He can't be in the church. If he can't submit, you say, you see that he can't submit. No, no, he can't stay in the church. Can't, because he can't submit. Can't, if you can't submit, you can't obey. That's why some people are disobeying. You can't obey. What does it mean to obey? To obey instructions. We are coming at this time. We are coming at this time. We are doing this together. We are, doing this. We are having a wedding. We are all going. Are you going? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. By the time you, you are in the house asleep. Why didn't you come? Oh, something came up. Obey them that have the rule over you. Is that what he said? Yes, sir. He said, obey them that have the rule over you. He says what? Obey, obey them. Is it an obedience when you say you are in the house whilst we are all going somewhere? And you don't tell anybody. Obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls. What are they watching? Watchmen of souls. It means that uh, pastors, all those people, pastors, leaders, whatever it is, are watchmen. Over the souls of men, the souls of Jesus Christ, the souls that we have brought to Christ, they watch over. And why are they watching over? It says that as they that must give, it's not, it is that they that should give or that will give. When it comes to the giving an account, it is a must. So they that must give an account. So who will give an account if you have four different people? Then by the time we mention Kojomano, this one says he belongs to me. This one says he belongs to me. It is all to be confused. What is happening over here? Which local assembly did you belong to? You say all of them. How? All nations. They may do it with joy and not with grief. Shout glory to that. So I'm closing with this one, right? Where the scripture said, look for? A little living the earth. Did you catch it there? I think somewhere in Peter, eh? In Galatians, eh? Give it to me quickly. Shout glory. glory. Is it in Corinthians or Galatians? So give me the two and let me see which one I want. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Are you in church? Yes, sir. Or are you already tired? You want to sleep? Don't worry. You go right now. A little living 
leaving it the whole lamp. Give NIV. This is Galatians chapter 5, right? A little living. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. Have you seen it there? A little yeast to increase the whole thing. So a little is little. But if you allow it, it will run throughout the whole ministry. That's why there are some churches that when you do something wrong, we suspend you. It is not wrong. Recently, Pastor Chris suspended somebody like that. We suspend you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why when you suspend them, instead of coming to beg for forgiveness and sit down till you are brought back, they feel like, oh, if they've suspended, so what? I'm going to start my own church. I can do it. You go there and start that church and you see. You'll be suspending everybody yourself. Because it will run through it. There is a seed. It will run through. It's like that the man of God who ran away Ghana. Man of God, he left. He said, I'm starting my own church. God took, started calling pastors to come to his church. Come to his church. The church has collapsed to today. Insulting Pastor B, insulting everybody. And all that. It has collapsed. It has collapsed. They said even one of them died. God's church is his church. It's his assembly. God's church. That is not where to come and do what you want. If you want to live what you want, join the adult church. Not church. You think Jesus is not still holding a rape? The day the rape will come to your back, you know that you think that you are misbehaving in the church. The koboko. What do you guys think? If you could hold a rape then, you could still hold a rape today. But maybe he won't rape you today. So please, do what? Follow your man of God. Follow his lifestyle. Follow his giving life. Follow his prayer life. Follow his church life. Follow everything you can follow. Is that not true? Then God will bless you. When he pronounces blessing on you, it goes like this, like open shower. There are some when you pronounce blessing, you know that the blessing is just hanging, 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 hanging. Because you don't know what they are doing with their lives. God bless us all. Amen. So next week we continue, but this is so important. Go back and follow the messages. Make sure they form part of you. Amen. They form part of you. Pastors, you should know that what we are sharing. You should know what we are sharing. We should call you and give you a responsibility. And what are you doing? You are doing that responsibility. Shout glory. So we have a lot of programs coming up this Christmas, right? Yes, sir. I said we have a lot of programs. Yes, sir. Glory. Glory. Sunday we have our watching just conference. Glory. And next week we have a, a festival of healing and miracles. And then we have our mega crusade. Glory. I'm not hearing glory to all of that. Glory. And then we have our New Year Eve service. And then we have our Partners Appreciation Service plus end of year. That one there. There will even be movie and all that inside. It's, it's full full thing. You know, Love World, they have a movie. They have movies that they do. They don't do it. It's not more local. They have local ones. They have foreign ones. And some are very powerful. Amen. So it will be powerful. You are eating and enjoying ourselves. You will be watching movie. We will do a lot of things. So... First will be fun. Amen. I'll we'll be having programs to as leaders. We'll be having programs. We'll be praying. This time when we are doing fasting, we will pray. 
will be praying. You will not be sitting in your house doing what you like. When it's five o'clock, you see that Papa, oh, now there is five. You can look for some cocoa and you swallow all the cocoa and cocoa and come on. <laughs> oh, shout hallelujah. I will please bow down our heads. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for all that you've given us. Thank you for being a blessing. Thank you for the word that is blessed our lives. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you because you are changing our lives through your word. And we are enthused to do your work. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I bless you in the name of Jesus. May peace be upon your house. May you experience the fatness of the earth. In the name of Jesus. Whatever you touch will produce results. Be fruitful in your marriage. Be fruitful. Multiply in your finances. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. So see you again on 90 minutes with the Holy Ghost. And whilst we leave, we take our offerings. And then we are out of here. Shout glory. glory. We are taking our offerings. And we bless all those who are online. See you again. Amen. Okay.